One-of-a-kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, Patrick. Nice cock. Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Actually, this is kind of a little bit of a bonus episode. Let me set this up. This is an interview my producer, Vulture, set up for me. I'm not really big into conspiracy theory type guys, but all the rage right now is flat earthers. I have David Weisson, who is pretty much at the top of the food chain when it comes to flat earthers. And I know a lot of you guys are going to like get mad at me. Oh, Toto, why didn't you challenge him more? Listen, guys, there, there's no, it, it does no good to argue and scream and yell at what people believe because they believe what they believe. And no matter what I say, it's not going to change their mind one bit at all. So I thought it would be better and more entertaining. Yes, I I ask him questions. I ask him all the questions, all the scientific proof of why Flat Earth does not exist. But I got to tell you, the guy had an answer for every goddamn thing I said. And I thought it turned out to be pretty good. And, And if I'm just being honest, David seems like a really nice guy. So... Hope you enjoyed this interview. Uh, You're not going to hear from me anymore because this is kind of like a Tuttle interview special edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. This is an interview that I've been looking forward to for a couple of days now because I've been watching and, and I talked about this on past podcasts that I've been smoking a little bit of weed before I go to bed and watching Carl Sagan videos. And, and you know, they, they've discussed this a lot. They, they really, really have. And, you know, Carl Sagan might be one of the smartest guys that has ever lived here in the United States of America. And when I had the opportunity, when my producer Vulture told me that I was going to be able to interview David Weiss, who is a flat earther. Now, David, let me ask you, I'm going to bring you on. Uh, Welcome to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. David, how are you? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. Looking forward to the conversation. So let me ask you, what, what do you guys, or I mean, as flat earthers, a bad term or like what, what do you guys like to be labeled as? True earthers. We like to find out the true nature of the earth because when, uh, when you actually look into what we've been indoctrinated to believe, which I call the helio nonsensical model, um, you'll actually wonder how you, the helio nonsensical model is the model that we're taught giant sun with planets orbiting around it. We are taught, that, you know, we are, there's a giant sun that's a million times, I forget the number off the top of my head, but 
It's uh, magnitudes bigger than the earth. Uh, we are falling around this thing. Um, mm -hmm. at, at, uh, we're spinning at a thousand miles per hour. We're mm -hmm. orbiting, we're orbiting at 66,000 miles per hour. We're chasing the sun at a half a million miles per hour while that entire system is moving sideways at over another 1.2 million miles per hour. That's what we're told to believe. Okay. okay. But, but all of our senses tell us that we're flat and stationary. A tiny little earthquake will upset your entire balance, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah, you know, water lays flat, the earth feels stationary now. I know the, the arguments that come out are, well, it's already in motion. Well, we're in curving motions. When you're curving, spinning, orbiting, or whatever, that's acceleration. You should feel that. If you're in a car going 100 miles an hour on a perfectly smooth road, you can drink a glass of wine. You're fine. No problem. Take a turn. Everything's going that way. So we should feel some of the motion um, in a big way, but we don't feel anything. And every test ever done to prove the earth is in motion has proved the opposite. Well, I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't compare the earth to a car because I mean, if you're going by ratio of size, I mean, the earth is way bigger than us compared to a car being bigger than us. So of course you're going to feel, you know, you're going to feel every bomb boot and stuff like that. But when you're on such a big world, like we are right now, of course, you're not going to be able to feel the movement of the earth. Well, the, you know, the speeds that the earth is allegedly going at are uh, not even fathomable. We are dropping down at um, over a mile a minute. Uh, it's, even, it's even more than that. An airplane going at 500 miles an hour would have to nose down a mile every two minutes, okay? Mm. Flying over a ball earth. So on a ball, we're on the outside of that curve. We're, we're going twice that speed. And twice that speed, by the way, isn't a mile every one minute. It's even more than that. But let's just call it a mile a minute. Do you think your body could sense a mile a minute drop? I mean, I mean, you would think so. But like I said, we're on such a big, big planet right now. And then let me ask you this, OK, before I go any further, do you sure. believe in gravity? Then? So gravity is just the theory. Even the high priestess, uh, high priest of scientism, Neil deGrasse Tyson, says they don't know what gravity is. As a matter of fact, to make gravity kind of work, they have to add in dark matter for 96 percent of the of the numbers. Yeah, okay? but we don't even know what dark matter is, though. Right. But they made it up to make gravity work. Neil admits they don't know what gravity is. They've never been able to replicate gravity. And it's just a theory. Now, the Earth has a measurable negative electric charge to it. The higher you get up off the Earth, the more amps there are. And every 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 uh, foot off the Earth, it, it increases uh, more. I, forget, I don't have the table in front of me. But that negative charge attracts things. You know, you ever see one of those ozonators that goes in your room and turns all the dust to a uh, positive and yeah. then it drops to the ground. So that negative charge attracts everything. It just establishes the down buoyancy and density sort out the rest. Yeah, but that, I mean, that's just our magnetic field protecting us from all the cosmic radiation that's coming from the sun. Well, I mean, is, I mean, this is, these are stories that we're told and, and these are the beliefs that we have from people, like you said earlier, Carl Sagan, you know, Carl Sagan, uh, I, I grew up when Cosmos came out and loved it. I was taking four years of astronomy. I was in college when the original Cosmos came out. 
And I was watching that during my astronomy classes and it helped me, uh, the teacher was actually following it. So I aced the course because I just listened to what Carl had to, had to say. But he did the famous thing where he talked about the yeah you bend yeah Eratosthenes and you, he bends the uh, little board and he shows the sticks and right. being able to show sh shadows right right so so yeah that's absolutely true but you have to assume that the sun's rays are coming in parallel for that to work so right here I have two sticks okay mm -hmm. yeah I can only do this with one hand so I got two sticks and if I put a light directly over this one this one won't have a shadow right. Mm -hmm. but this one will have a shadow, right? Because this light yeah. right here will cast a shadow. So doing that, I can do some math and tell you the size of the sphere that my table is, okay? okay. So on a flat earth, uh, the sun is small and close and, and the, it, the, the, the experiment works exactly the same on a flat earth. The only thing is we're not gonna do math to tell you that it's curved. The okay, shadows are different how, how because the sun's moving across the flat earth. Okay, then, then, then how do you explain time zones? How do you explain sunsets? And where, if, if we're on a flat earth, then where does the sun go when it disappears? Very good, very good question. And, and these, are, these are good questions. The, I, I'm gonna tell you though, the ball model has um, an advantage over the flat earth model. And that advantage is you can just believe the ball, right? But if you wanna understand how it works, you really have to take the time and effort. So I'm gonna explain, um, one of the ways the sunsets, the sunsets in many, there's many factors to a sunset. So if there's spotted clouds in the sky, you know, spaced out, beautiful, cumulus, small yeah. clouds all over the place. If you look up, um, that cloud is over your head. You got to strain your neck to look up and you could see the blue sky in between it. But as you look across though, if you're looking out at the ocean, those clouds will get, they will appear to get closer together just due to perspective. And they'll also appear to merge with the horizon, right? About mm -hmm. 20 miles away, the clouds look like they're touching the water, okay, with your naked eye, but you could zoom in and open up that space. But 20, 30 miles away, it, it zooms in. And all of those clouds that you're seeing through when you look up, they all line up and they become an opaque layer. I call it the, the, opaque, deck of, the, the opaque deck of opacity. Is that what I call mm -hmm. it? The, deck, the, the atmospheric deck of opacity. And that merges with the horizon where your eye can't see the difference. So when I'm looking at those clouds 20, 30 miles away, I don't have to go like this. I'm actually looking straight across the water and it looks like they're level with my eyes, right? So the sun, so here's a cloud, right? Here's a cloud and they're all lined up for you and they're above your eye line. So if this is the sun, as that sun goes away, it just sets behind it. I didn't lower it. It just set behind it. And this line here, even though it's 10,000 feet in the sky, looks like the horizon from my point of view. The sun is small and close and it just goes away. Let me show you um, a model. Uh, can I share okay. my screen real quick? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. You have to, you have to enable screen sharing for me. Uh, hold on, let me see here. Hold on. Um, Vulture, can you do that or no? Yeah, it's a, it's a simple hold thing on, to do. Let me see here, let me see here. Uh, nope, nope. Hold on. I've never, uh, screen shared, but let me do this real quick. Hold on. It's all right. You'll figure it out. Hello, Vulture. Then, yeah, let me see here. Hold on. Um, no, I don't, I, oh man, never had to do this before. Maybe, um, damn it. All right. Well, listen, we'll, we'll get to that. Vulture is, uh, working two jobs right now, but I have other questions real quick. Okay. All right. And then when so he gets to it. Go ahead. So just let me, I'll just describe the, the model really, okay, really quick. So in the flat earth model, 
the North Pole is at the center of the flat Earth. Now, the, don't mix up. We're not a disc. No, 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 no. We're, we're not a disc in space with other planets. We don't believe that there's other rocky planets out there. The Earth is all that there is. So the, the Earth is the basement of the universe is the best way I can describe it. And mm -hmm. at, the center, at the center of that um, is the North Pole and the magnetic North Pole. So that is where um, all compasses would point. So um, let me just share here. So, yeah, I can see so in this, the background. Yeah, so there's, there's the flat Earth and the sun and the moon circle around close to the Earth. Right. Yeah. So as they move around, the sky is a perfect clock. The sun is the hour hand. The moon is the month hand and the stars mark the seasons. Um, OK. And so those are the time zones. So the sun is over me in Connecticut. Well, it's 9 a.m. in California. The sun's going to move three hours later. It's going to be noon in California. It's going to be 3 p.m. here because the sun has mo moved away, just like those clouds moved away. And mm -hmm. those are the time zones. The sun's light doesn't travel forever, like we're told. It goes billions and billions of miles. That's all nonsense, right? The sun has a very short throw of light, and it can only light up about half the world at a time. And, uh, you know, the seasons are explained by the sun migrating. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold right, on. I got, right, I got it. All right, so, no so but, but if you're saying if it can only light up half of the Earth, then why? Because the only way we would be able to see the other planets would be right. all right there now 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 your your shared screen now um so let me but, but, go ahead i want to i want to see this no i want to see this right. and then all right so then we'll, we'll talk about planets and how we see the planets and everything and the planets prove the earth is flat by the way so the the wherever the sun is it's now noon in western australia you know now mm -hmm. it's uh you know it's afternoon it, as time goes so as the sun goes around, you see right now, the sun is a little outside this red line, uh, which is the equator. And it's taking its six months journey from this yellow line, which is the Tropic of Cancer, which is our summer. When the summer, it's June 21st, it's over the Tropic of Cancer. And then December 21st, it migrates all the way out here to the outer southern lands, summer, okay? Right. And because the sun is closer to them, it's farther from us. So it's out here. So the farther it is, the lower in the sky it is, and the less we see it because it rises and sets because it's not within our visual range. Um, when it's all the way in here over June 21st, uh, all of these inner northern places, Alaska, Norway, they get a 24-hour sun because the sun never gets too far from them in this tight circle it makes, and it never sets for a couple of weeks or a couple of months. When it goes out here, the sun never rises in the inner north. Excuse me, my voice cracked. Um, and so the seasons are perfectly explained. Uh, the, the also at 60 degrees north, which is somewhere around here, um, there's plants and animals and all sorts of stuff. But at 60 degrees south, which is um, out here, you should have six months later, the similar weather, but you don't. There's no plants. There's no animals. There's a couple penguins. That's it. And you, it should be the same, but it's not. So right, right. now, the, 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 the sun, the day and the night are pretty much equal, but soon they're going to change because as, that, as the sun moves out farther, this shape, the amount of light that goes out is, is different. And we can get into that later, but daylight and sunlight are two different things. Go ahead. All right. So, all right, if we're, we're, we're flat, okay. So... 
It, so you say the sun is directly towards us. So that means the flat side, the side that we're on, is towards the sun. So the so um, when I say that, there is no other side to the earth. The earth well, I mean, I mean, I mean, if it's flat, there's got. I mean, if this table, everything that's flat has another side to it. So not well. You have to look at it this way. We don't know what's under the flat earth, nor does anyone know what's inside the ball earth because the deepest hole ever dug is the great borehole in Russia. It's just short of eight eight miles and they hit an impenetrable barrier. They couldn't drill through it. They couldn't blow it up. They couldn't do anything. They tried for years. So to know, to, to show us in textbooks, what a, what a uh, cross section of the earth looks like with all the different layers and the magnetic melted iron core. um, That's just all speculation. The eight miles is like drilling halfway through the skin of an apple, okay? And they use mm-hmm. ground penetrating radar and technology to figure out what they were going to be digging into next. And they were wrong every step of the way, okay, for that eight miles, which is the skin of the apple. And then somehow they knew what's all the way down to the core. It's all nonsense. We're being told it is fact when it's just pure garbage. Okay, so explain to me this. If it's flat... What's at the edge? What happens if you go off the edge? Okay, very, very good. Uh, these are these are all the questions I asked, and you're going to ask all of them. By the way, in the app, if you hit the question mark, you, it brings mm-hmm. up these questions. Like uh, I, I got the search bar here, which is on my phone for some reason. It's like, where's the edge? Um, you know, why would they lie? You know, what about gravity? And if you hit any one of those, up comes a full a video with a with a playlist of all videos on that topic. So. Um, this, this app will answer all of those questions. So going from there, so where, where's the edge? Well, and why don't you fall off? And you're mixing models. You're, you're saying that the flat earth is floating in space with planets. That's not the case. It's like, if there was a lake in uh, Kansas that let's say it's 50 miles across or five miles across, doesn't really matter. Circular lake, there's islands in there. And the center of the lake is the North pole. If you got a compass, that compass is going to point to the North pole and that way is West. But guess what? If I go that way, the compass is going to turn. So west and east are circles. If you look here, west and east are circles around the north. That does not prove the earth is flat because it's the same on a ball earth. Well, if you were at a mile from the North Pole and you went west, dead reckoned west, you're going to make a 3.14 mile circle and you're back to where you started from. If you go from, uh, if you go dead reckoned west from Mexico, follow west, 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 you're going to go all over here. Far East, China, you're going to come all the way around. You're staying 270. You've circumnavigated the world. Ball or flat doesn't prove either. If you got, went from Mexico north, going in a straight line, north, 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 up. Now I'm going south, 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 south. Straight line, I've made it to the other side. But nobody has ever gone south or south. No one has ever gone south and come back on the other side. They just... You can't go. So when I talk about this lake, if you circumnavigate the lake, you can go east and west around the center. You can go away from the center. Any direction away from the center is is south. And if you get to the edge of the lake, are you going to fall off? Of course not. There's lake. No, you're going to be on land. But there's something after the edge of the lake, though. Right. Well, so there's land. That land is Antarctica. Okay, and Antarctica, we know that the shoreline is a huge ice cliff. It's like two, one, two, three hundred feet in some areas. And then there's an ice plain. Antarctica is the highest land on Earth. They don't teach you that in school. So we live in the Antarctic basin. And then if you keep going out away south, 
you it's it's barren for hundreds of miles and then there's a mountain range taller than mount everest okay that goes all the way around but guess what since 1957 they put together a treaty russia all the united nations they all put together a treaty we must protect antarctica we must protect Antarctica because we have to preserve it. No one can drop a cigarette butt there. But meanwhile, we can deforest as many tropical rainforests as we want. And nobody is allowed to question that treaty until the year 2043. No corporation, no person, nobody could explore. You can go visit Antarctica, spend $15,000, $20,000 for three days. You'll see some penguins. They'll show you a pole. They'll say it's the South Pole, but it's not. It's just a pole stuck in the, in the ice. And that's it. So what's beyond there? We don't know. There could be other continents. There could be other worlds. Okay. Now, explain to me this. So now, do you believe that the other planets are round? Or are we the only flat planet in our solar system? Uh, uh, so that, that's another thing. What about the other planets is one of the questions in there. So the planets that we see are lights in the sky. They're brighter than stars most of the time. And we're supposed to believe that the sun is reflecting off of these planets and making them that bright. We don't know how far they are. We don't know what they are, but we can zoom in on them with a, with a super zoom camera and see amazing details, not like what NASA and Disney show us, but per, you know, pulsating geometric shapes and colors and all sorts of stuff. Nothing like what they show us. You can buy a, a Nikon P900 or P1000 camera, zoom in on that, yep. and the, the amount yep. of detail that you'll see is truly amazing. So to say that a planet is a big, dirty rock of any size is pure speculation. The only thing you can truly say about the things we see in the sky is that they're lights. Okay, you know, when I say so lights, I don't mean like a light bulb. I mean, they're lights. We don't know their source. We don't know if they're physical. We don't know. We don't know that Mars is bigger than a beach ball. We don't know that. We don't know anything. We don't know how far it is. We don't know how big it is. And we can listen to the lies of NASA, but NASA has been caught lying every step of the way. And all you have to do is catch them faking it once and then they're liars. Okay, I'm going based on what you showed me here, you know, with the, your, the, okay. you're sharing the screen right now with the moon and the sun, okay? Okay. So explain to me this then. Explain a lunar eclipse. Absolutely. So have you ever heard of the Antikythera mechanism? Uh, no, so, but I, I would love to hear about it. So the Antikythera mechanism was uh, found in the ocean off of the Greek island Antikythera. And it was a ancient, uh, looked like a clock you know, with all sorts of gears and stuff. And through uh, x-rays and stuff, they found out that it, and they rebuilt it. They, they recreated it. You know, they took all the gears and put them together. And it, it points out, it um, charts out all the planet's positions and all of the solar and lunar eclipses um, forever. And they, they come in 18 plus year cycles, 18 years and X number of months. And then they repeat. So first, uh, long before the globe was ever even imagined, they were predicting eclipses. So you, you, your, your question is, we're taught by Bill Nye that the only shape that can create that curve on the moon has to be a sphere because if it was a disc, it could come in sideways and then we'd see a line. And that's all. So what is, what is, blocking, what is blocking the sun from the moon? Here is the answer. I don't know, but I'm going to tell you what it's not. It's not the earth because here's the sun, right? Here's the moon. Yeah. 
here's mm-hmm. the sun and the moon. Okay, so imagine the moon. I can't. Uh, I, I I only have a certain number of hands. So I mean, I I, I get what you're saying. You got the, so so yeah. here's the here's the 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 Earth has to come up in here and block the sun's rays to cast a shadow over here on the moon. Right? That's uh-huh. coming. It can come in from up top. It can come in from the bottom. Whatever. But there has been over 50 documented eclipses where the observer can see the moon well above the horizon, can see the sun well above the horizon on the opposite horizon, and the shadow starts already coming in from the top, not from the bottom, right? Because if the sun is over here and the moon, the earth comes up, you would see the eclipse happen like this. It would, it would shadow from here going up. But it's above the horizon. The moon, you know, the observer's here. You see the, the 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 moon here, and the the eclipse starts from the top coming down. That proves it's not the Earth. So what is it? First question I ask: Is it a shadow? The moon, in my opinion, is its own light. I mean, it lights up perfectly evenly, edge to edge. If it had a single source light that, like the sun, it would be have a bright spot and a shadow is around the edge. But it is uh, it is evenly lit edge to edge when it's full. Just check it out. And the other thing is. How do you how do you explain moon phases then? I mean, I mean that that's I mean what what's what's causing you have the full moon, half moon, quarter moon, waning. I mean, how how does that happen? Okay, so the sun and the moon are are uh, are you know the positive and negative of the system, and I believe that the sun is powering the moon and the moon is illuminating. So depending on where the sun is, its position, its relation to the moon, that's where that illumination comes from. It, the phases aren't caused by the earth, if you're insinuating that. Lots of people believe that the earth is causing the phases. In the heliocentric model, the earth has nothing to do with the phases. It just has to do yeah. with the position of the sun. So when the sun is behind the moon, we don't see, we have what's called a new moon, right? And uh, you know, the other thing is on a solar eclipse, Never has anybody seen the, you know, if, if this is the sun, never has anyone seen the, the earth, I mean, seen the moon approach the sun or exit the sun. They only see the chunk coming out of the sun and never has it been seen from the moon or from the International Space Station. Um, no, no matter weather conditions, no satellite, no eclipse has ever seen the, the moon. When the moon goes to new, which is a, you know, no moon, no one has ever photograph the moon with any type of filter lens telescope anything for over 40 it's been the minimum was like 40 some odd hours okay so almost two full days the moon is gone nobody can see it if the earth was it's big and shiny with its water you know it's the earth is more reflective and bigger than the moon uh it should light up the moon it should backlight the moon somewhat never been seen so the moon is the biggest mystery in the world go ahead all right so so, all right, I'm, I'm trying to figure this out now. So, all right. So the, what you're saying is now why, all right, this is my other question, two, two final questions. Okay, so what about all the pictures you see of astronauts, you know, doing their spacewalks and stuff or taking videos out? I can see the curvature of the Earth. Yeah. So NASA admits that they have no photographs of Earth. They admit it. They admit that they're just uh, strips of data stripped around a, a Photoshop wall and paintings. They, they admit it. They, they have pictures of Pluto. You know, they have pictures um, of all the other planets, but they have no photographs of Earth. Okay. What about the that's, moon? That's... What about the famous moon photo? 
Yeah. So, well, here's the last photo of um, Jupe, of, of Pluto, right? And if you look at this crazy shape, it looks like Pluto the dog. Did you know that Pluto the dog and um, Pluto the dog and Pluto- They were both named you know, around the same time. Yeah, very good. You, you, you've done your research. Um, so let's, let's look at this 2012 picture of the Earth. I'm going to step out of the way here. This is okay. uh, NASA's 2012 picture of, uh, the, of the Earth. And there's the United States there. And you can see part of South America. And that bright spot on the map shows you what we're seeing in that photo. You mm -hmm. have to believe that the rest of the world is on the other side of that photograph. You have to believe that all of those other continents are on the other side of that ball, okay? It, the, the whole heliocentric model does not hold any water. If you look at uh, the 2002 and the 2012 shot, so 2002, yeah, whatever the, the dates are there, um, you can see that the United States is over twice the size that it is here, okay? Mm -hmm. This makes no sense. And the fact, and th these balls are the same, same diameter, you know, so we're looking at the same thing. And the fact that, th that the top one is tilted away, you see how my hand is this big, right? The, the, my yeah. fingers are this big. If I tilt it away, it's actually smaller, right? So this is even compounded. It should, it, it, if it was tilted forward, it would be even bigger, okay? But these are paintings. These are Photoshop mm -hmm. paintings. You know, if we look, if you look hard at, um, at, the, at the blue marble, the one that was on everyone's iPhone, zoom in, these clouds are stepped and repeated. They're, they're, they have a, a, an artist called, named Robert Simmons who admitted how he made the blue marble. And he just made it to look like people would expect it to look. These clouds are stepped and repeated. All of these images are fake, right? Okay, so, so, so the flat earth, does the flat Earth spin at all, or is it is it stationary? So the flat Earth is stationary. So here's Felix Baumgarten, who said that he saw the curve, right? But if you look at this picture, um, though that is all New Mexico. New Mexico got really, really big. But when he opened up his door, the camera inside did not have a fisheye lens, and the horizon was at eye level. And then we compared it to a picture from the same camera when he was on the ground and the horizon was at the same eye level. When he went up 238,000 feet, the horizon would have to drop, but it wasn't. It was at the exact same level. The horizon always rises to eye level. They use fisheye lenses to, to um, make this imaginary curve. If you look oh. at, um, so Go see ahead. this picture here? This, yeah. this is what they show us from the space station, right? And uh -huh. you know, you could argue that that horizon kind of looks flat there, but I see a little curve, right? Right. Mm -hmm. But the, the, the sad thing is this was taken in their pool. They have a mock-up of the space station in the national buoyancy lab. Uh, that's where they do all their training on these spacewalks. And half the time on spacewalks, you can see bubbles floating up. Sometimes they go sideways because the camera is sideways because they're filming sideways, but there's bubbles in space. We've, uh, oh. we've, We've questioned astronauts on this and their answers are ridiculous. The horizon always rises to eye level. Here's a shot mm -hmm. from 120,000 feet. Now, let me ask you though. All right, so last question, all right? Um, why, why, why do the they lie? not, yeah, why do they not want us to know about flat earth then? That is, that is a great question and thank you for asking it. So 
when I got into this, I, I, I got I got dragged into this by my feet, kicking and screaming. I, I had a podcast called Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole. Where we were investigating all sorts of other deceptions in the world. And people started sending me flatter stuff. I wouldn't watch a one minute video. I banned people from our social media. I was forced to buy somebody that I trust who said, I think the earth might be flat. And then I started looking. And I said, that's it. I'm going to prove the globe. And, I, and I'm going to put this to rest because I'm sick of hearing it. And uh, it took me two weeks and I still couldn't find a single uh, proof of of the globe. I had all the same proofs you had, you know, where's the edge? How come no one's photographed the edge? Uh, what about the other planets? What about uh, boats over the curve? What about day and night? What about seasons? All of these things, when you look at them, prove the flat earth model and are impossible on the ball model. So why the lie? And the answer is, it's all about control. Just like right now, it's not about health. It's about control. They had, they're, they're, they're locking down the world to control us. Um, they, they want us, they want us not to know who we are, where we are, what we are, um, because then they would lose control. They have us afraid. They have us living in a prison. They have us thinking that we live on a prison planet, a ball. There's nothing more to discover. It's like the Truman show and that an asteroid could hit us at any moment and that scientists know everything and there's running out of fuel, fuel. That's another hoax, um, and global warming and terrorists. It's all a put up to keep us in fear and to give away our free will. They, they, they have us believing that we are an insignificant speck flying in an infinite universe and that we have no power when the truth is, the psyop is that we do have power. Our thoughts create our reality. They cannot take away our God-given free will um, unless we give it to them. They tell us everything that they're doing. They expose themselves. I mean, if you look at NASA, we catch them in the space station hanging from wires and doing all sorts of stuff. Just, just catch them hanging from wires once, you know that they're lying. But we've caught them 150 times, a thousand times. We have videos on the app. It's like on the app in the 20, in the, in the, in the, in the questions, um, all of the videos are there, all of the proof. But again, I, the, these experiments that we've done, you can go out and do them yourself. The earth isn't too big. You know, we can see boats go over the horizon, but it's too big to measure the curve. You know, uh, according to the ball model, a six foot tall person standing at the edge of a calm ocean, the ocean should drop away at just three miles, right? The yeah. six drop at three miles. Well, we can see oil platforms and, and uh, windmills that are 10, 15, 20 miles out, and we could see the water beyond them, and we can see land beyond them that should be miles below the curve. Our optics have outgrown their lies. And here's the thing. If you Google flat earth, hey, is the earth flat? And you really dig in, you are going to get fed pure propaganda. You're going to end up at the flat earth society, which has nothing to do with us. It's a government controlled site with complete hogwash. It says that. The oh, earth so they're is trying to make it look bad then. Oh, they make it look. If you go, if you Google flat earth, you will end up at the flat earth society. If you spend any time there, the longer you spend there, the more you'll think flat earth is ridiculous and the more you'll refuse to ever look at it again because that's what it does. That's why Obama mentioned the flat earth society a half a dozen times during his president in major speeches. He brought up the flat earth society, okay, as a joke. So when everyone searches flat earth, they type in flat earth society. But you type in flat earth, it'll take you to the flat earth society. Google even admitted in a Senate hearing that they are going to de- emphasize things like flat earth. They even said flat earth, that they're doing it. So I created this app. It's called the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. 
Where can they find that? In in all like uh, smartphone uh, stores? Uh, Yeah, Google Play and an Apple uh, iPhone. If you just type in Flat Earth Clock, uh, the name is a little long, Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app, but it's by Blue Water Bay. Just remember that because there's a couple knockoffs that are really horrible. But the beautiful thing is every day, there's a new video, a new featured video that goes up with a little message telling you what it's about. I do short ones during the week, longer ones on the weekend. And I tell the people, if you think Flat Earth is stupid, get the app, take the challenge. Watch one video every day for two weeks, and then your mind will be blown. It's literally Morpheus giving you the red pill, and there's no way out once you see it. So the, the last thing is, what happens is I get tons of emails. Say, hey, I watched you on XYZ show. I thought you were an idiot. I bought your stupid app. It's $2.99, by the way. And I'm not yeah. in it for the money. Um, it's $2.99 because it cost me tens of thousands of dollars and it's continued oh, sure. to cost me. Um, and, and I didn't want to wait for a new video each day. So I hit the archive button. There's a little archive button, which will give you all the videos that have ever been on the app. And I haven't slept in two days. I hate you. The earth is flat. Now what do I do? And <laughs> so it's life-changing because once you have your feet planted on the ground, you know who you are and you know how powerful you are. You know that you are at the center of creation and not lost on an infinite speck in an infinite vacuum. You take your power back and the elite lose you giving them your power. Yeah. But I mean, it, it now, and listen, I, I listen, if you guys, it, I, I, you make some really, really good points, but is now, let me ask you this. Are you, would you consider yourself a conspiracy theory type guy? Like, what are some of the other things that you believe in that the government has told us or, or the other countries, whatever it may be? Well, you know, conspiracy theorists is a weaponized term that they use for the JFK shooting. Um, and when you say conspiracy theorists, you know, everyone thinks tinfoil had, I'll, you know. No, 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 no. I'm just saying this is what the general public. I'm a I'm a truth seeker. I don't care. I don't care what shape the earth is. I don't care uh, if it's a if it's a conspiracy or not. I want to know the truth. So I look at the facts. And uh, the the unfortunate thing is a mass amount of the stuff that goes on in this world is is uh, was um, 9-11 an inside job. 9-11 was nothing like what they told us it was. I mean, how many buildings in New York fell on 9-11? Uh, there were three, as far as I know, building seven and the two twin towers. Seven buildings fell. You know about building six? Building no, six uh, was a 10-story building. It was a full city block. The entire inside of the building down to the basement disappeared. The walls yeah. on the outside stayed up. Well, hey, I don't want to get into it. I would like to have you on again to maybe discuss some of these other, uh, um, I don't want to call it conspiracy theories because that, that's discrediting you. Yeah, these but, other um, deceptions. Absolutely. I'm happy to talk about it. Um, all right, man. Well, tell everybody once again how they can check you out, your website, app, whatever it may be. Yeah. So uh, I, I tell people, if you, if you want to support me and the app is really supporting you on learning because it's an amazing learning tool. It has all sorts of information on, uh, you know, if you uh, if you hit the the web button, there's all of these other links to other places that will give you information. There's so much information on here. Two dollars and ninety nine cents. Um, when the app, when you load the app, you're gonna get one pop up that says, "Would you like to subscribe for ninety nine cents?" You do not need to subscribe. You can exit out immediately. It only shows up once a day. Okay. okay. You still get everything. Okay. Only when you wake up every morning and go, I wonder what's on the app today. At that point, then you can support me, but you don't have to. So that's it. You get all, you get everything. 
for the 299, it will um, change your life. All right. So again, if you're new to flat earth from this podcast, don't, if you say that you believe the earth is flat, just from what I said, uh, you're, you, you're not a very discerning person. You need yeah. the time and effort to really look into it and question the things. And when you come up with something that says, Hey, this can't work on a flat earth, ask me, send me a message, right? Ask somebody that knows and say, Hey, how does this work on a flat earth? I can't figure it out. And what we'll find out is things fall into three baskets works on a flat earth, works on a flat earth and a ball earth. Lots of things work there like circumnavigation East and West and works on a globe earth. And what you'll find, the only thing that goes into that third basket are lies, misconceptions and mathematical equations. Okay. Mm -hmm. So over time, you'll see that uh, the flat earth podcast is my podcast. Um, we, uh, it comes out randomly, but there's plenty of episodes to get caught up on and every single one of them is relevant. I say start at the beginning and work your way through available on all pop plot podcast players on your phones, iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever. Um, and the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. That's the best way to get my information. Well, David, like like I said, I, I, um, I could have been like some other people that want to have you on and just try to argue with you. Um, and, and that's the thing. If you are a true believer in science, you want to be given information to change your mind. You're not right. being a true believer and supporter of science if you're going to not listen to the other side. And, yeah. and that's how science has always been. Well, that, that's how science is supposed to be. But, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson and uh, Bill Lye, the, the lion guy, they say the science is settled that we don't need to, to hear from flat earthers. They say it's, it's proven, you know, Aristophanes, the one that did the sticks and shadows at yeah. 500 years ago that Carl Sagan talked about. Yeah, outside of Alexandria. He's the most famous mathematician out of there. He discovered the size of the world. He's famous. Other mathematicians that came out of that same area that wrote many books never ever mentioned him. That's like writing a history of the Chicago Bulls and leaving out Michael Jordan. Okay, the only book, the, the, earl, the oldest book that you can find that has Aristophanes and that Sticks and Shadows um, experiment in it, and by the way, it went from Sticks and Shadows to a well and a stick, it changed, is 1980s. That's when it was inserted into the Rockefeller textbooks. There's no book that has Aristophanes' story in it before the 1980s. That's impossible. It was inserted into our history. All right, David, man, this was a great conversation. I really, really appreciate it, man. And uh, you definitely know your stuff for sure. I appreciate you having the courage to talk to me about this. I don't expect to convert anybody. I expect to show people, look, there's a door there, there's a door there, and there's a door there. And guess what? There's other stuff on the other side of that door. So go look. And that if you, you could spend, the, the app will cut your researching down by a thousand percent. You know, you'll get so much information so much faster without hitting all the garbage. So I highly recommend uh, that people check that out. All right, David, let's do this again, man. I really appreciate your time. No problem. Reach out anytime and we can uh, discuss whatever you like. Thanks, man. today thanks for listening to the tuttle daily podcast hey don't be a dickhead do us a favor like share and subscribe to the show also check out the tuttle category at 315live.com 
The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Cam. You want some cool ass sunglasses? Check out vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by stitchyouup.com, pocketpairclub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Lamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by jcvoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?